What's up? When's the last time you looked at your pants? Constantly, because I'm very self-conscious. You're, you're self-conscious about your pants? I'm self-conscious about everything. Well, I guess it's good to be aware of the positioning of your pants. And why is that? Uh, because your fly might be down. That's embarrassing. Is it? it is, is my fly down? No, but we're going to talk about zippers, and that seemed like a good, a good intro. Oh, okay. Tell me about zippers. What are those about? So... Our story is going to begin with, uh, there, there isn't just one inventor of, of the zipper. It's actually a, a combination of three men building upon the last person's invention and until it gets better in what we have today. Like the internal combustion engine. It's very complicated technology, is it? Um, sure, but, you know, we're not talking about that. We're talking about zippers. <laughs> Tell me about them. So our story is going to begin with Elias Howe Jr. in 1851, which some of y'all may know him as the inventor of the sewing machine. He's a, he's a smart guy. Yeah, well, the sewing machine came first, and then like five or six years later, he was like, how are we going to put all these clothes together? Uh, he called it the, he, the, the word zipper isn't going to hit the scene for a while. He, his patent was under the name... Automatic continuous clothing closure. Very catchy and also fancy. Very long. It's a mouthful. It it did not. It doesn't matter because he didn't tell anyone. <laughs> he hoarded it to himself, basically. I don't know if it was because of how popular his his sewing machine was, but he did not put a lot of effort into his invention. It was individual clasps that were joined manually and then pulled with a string. And then they had a gathering effect. My zipper also has a gathering effect. Is that a, is that a joke? Yeah, people can't people can't s- stay oh, away from it. Oh, I see. Because it's like uh, people gather around my crotch. Yeah. That is. What's up, ladies? <laughs> that is that is a far-reaching joke. But okay, um, it didn't. It did not go much further than that. He doesn't get to be called the inventor of the zipper because he didn't do anything with it. He didn't tell, he didn't market it at all. It wasn't until 44 years later when Whitcomb Judson marketed, has, has his patent as the clasp locker. 44 years is a long time without zipping. Yeah, I think we're going to realize as we do these shows that someone make something and then no one does anything with it and people aren't that interested. Remember a toilet paper? They were like, we don't need that. We've got we've got our old handy Sears catalog. It, it, you have to force people into the, the new thing. Well, new thing is bad. So his device was similar to Elias's. I found something saying he was trying to help a friend with a bad back fasten his shoes. But I'm not sure if that's a true story or, or just, you know, something nice for, your, for promotion. His innovative aspect of his device was the addition of a slider that closed and opened the fasteners. Uh, the user would no longer have to fasten each hook individually. So it was kind of like the modern zipper with the little slidey boy on there. Right. Um, but it was removable. The slider was removable. It was mainly for shoes. And so if you, you know, zipped up your shoes and then you left for the day and you forgot your slider and you wanted to take your shoes off wherever you were, you couldn't. You were stuck in your shoes. You had to bring that slider with you. 
It's kind of like a key for your shoes. Kind of, yeah. I don't think people loved the idea of, well, now I have to carry this thing with me in order to put on and off my shoes. It's pretty annoying and also risky. Now we're going to move more into modern zippers. In 1917, Gideon Zundbeck, he was a Swedish-American design engineer, so it's a Swedish name. Uh, He developed a hookless fastener that used interlocking teeth that were easy to fasten and release with an attached slider. Sounds pretty modern. Yeah, the attached part was very important. You no longer had to worry that you were going to get stuck in whatever you had on. So this this resembled the modern zipper pretty closely. Yeah, the teeth interlocked, uh, kind of like sp- how you can place spoons one on top of e- of another. They kind of fit together. It was like that. It got rid of the hook and eye concept with the teeth that we know today of of what a zipper looks like. It's kind of like the the little piece on a puzzle piece that sticks out. That's kind of like what zipper teeth look like. I was looking at a zipper thinking about it. I can imagine that most of our listeners have seen a zipper. Okay. If you haven't seen a zipper before, I would highly suggest you go and find one, uh, be it on your own clothing, or maybe just like walk around Target and look at all the zippers. Just check them out. See what you've been missing. You might like it. Be sure to only look at your own zipper or zippers that are not on somebody else already. That could be creepy. Or they might take it as a compliment and give you a high five, and that would be cool. I don't think that's how that story is going to end. Well, you have your story, I have mine. So he patented his under the name Separable Fastener. So we've got a shorter name now. Still not super catchy. Yeah, I noticed they keep getting shorter, but they're still not fun to say. That's because people just weren't good at marketing yet. We didn't have all of these uh, young... People who went to college for marketing. They were just coming up with this stuff on their own. Figure it out, oldies. So this zipper uh, piqued the interest of the army, and they started using it in their clothing and equipment. But it still was not common in civilian life. So you had to be, you had to, you had to earn your zipper. Well, it was just, it wasn't really common on clothes. It wasn't, you know, you had it on your shoes and you had it, it was very common on tobacco pouches, just not clothing. Um, the B.F. Goodrick Company, which used the zipper for rubber boots, again, shoes, coined the name Zipper in 1923. I know them. They make tires. They. It's very simple. I don't know why anybody else didn't think of this before, but they named it that because of the way it sounds when you zip it up. Zip. Mm-hmm. I know that one. Um, again, it was not common on clothing, Uh Probably because zippers were considered, you know, it was easy to get your clothes on and off with zippers, and that was scandalous. And as we know in history, sex is bad. Sex is bad, yes. They did start marketing it for children, though. Um, zippers were promoted for children's clothing because they made uh, they made it easier for children to be more independent and dress themselves. Yeah, kids are dumb. They don't know how to tie things. Let's not say that. And we're, why, why, are we working, why are we talking about tying things? <laughs> uh, because shoes and clothes. How old were you when you learned how to tie your shoes? I want to say 16. Oh, my goodness. Is that a good age? No. Oh. No. 
uh, 13. Is that good? No, you should be learning how to read and learning how to tie your shoes around the same time. I find your comments offensive. Um, I Is that why you still wear Velcro shoes? Do you, do you know how to tie your shoes? I know how to tie things. You... You make a loop-de-loop and you pull, and now your shoes are looking cool. That is really good. So only after the contributions of Hal Judson and Sunback and the B.F. Goodrick Company does Tadeo Yoshida and the YKK Company come on the scene. Now, I've seen YKK on every zipper in the world. What What is that? It's because they are the world's largest zipper manufacturer with facilities located in 71 countries. What's it stand for? Um, it stands for Yoshida Manufacturing Corporation. Now, of course, it's, Japan, it's a Japanese company. And the YKK ha- is long, long Japanese words that I did not want to attempt to mess up. And just butcher horribly their beautiful language. So I'm just going to give you the translation. I was about to say, YKK does not make that sound. No. Until Tadeo's death in 1993, uh, he expanded his business globally based on the management philosophy of the cycle of goodness. Which is the idea that no one prospers without rendering benefit to others. Which I thought was beautiful, and I wanted to add that. It's very wholesome. Yeah, you don't see you don't see companies' roots being so wholesome. It's a good guy. Tadeo Yoshida firmly believed that business belongs to society. As an important member of society, a company survives through coexistence when the benefits are shared. I like it. So it wasn't until 1960s saw the rise of lightweight nylon coil zippers and eventually the unobtrusive invisible zipper that are standard in much of today's ready-to-wear clothing. So we got our zippers the actual way that we actually know them today in the 60s. Yes. Very cool. Look at us go. Esquire magazine. I thought this was fun, so I just wanted to add this. Esquire magazine raved in 1937 that the zipper would help men avoid the possibility of unintentional and embarrassing disarray. Uh, unfortunately, I forgot that what goes up must come down. So I have a list of celebrities that were caught, um, you know, with their flies down in public. Well, at, like, some pretty important events in their life. We've got Brad Pitt, oh. Robert Pattinson. I love him. On two occasions, two oh. red carpet events, he, he was caught with his fly down. Do you think maybe he was just there and he wanted to see how many times people uh, would notice so he just, like, went everywhere with his fly down? Oh, are you saying that Robert Pattinson goes everywhere with his fly down and we've actually only caught him twice? He's like a he's like a zipper ninja. Now, I have a feeling there's a lot of people out there who would notice what's going on in his region more than just twice. Oh. I'm just saying. He's a well-loved actor. By well-loved, you mean... <laughs> no. <laughs> thoroughly fantasized. Okay. Robert Downey Jr. is another one. Also thoroughly fantasized. See, I, okay, new theory. These are all just the celebrities whose crotches we're constantly looking at. Mm, okay, so we have the three sexiest men in, in Hollywood, Brad Pitt, Robert Pattinson, and Robert Downey Jr. This totally checks out. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I hate to tell you this, but... Uh, 
Justin Bieber is also on this list. Okay, well, once upon a time, it that checked out. He hey, teen heartthrob Justin Bieber. I mean, I was more of a of a. Were you a One Directioner? No, no, I'm too old for One Direction. Who was okay? Obviously, Jonas I'm, Brothers. I, no, I'm too old for Jonas Brothers too. Cheetah Girls. No, it was a man. The Oneaters. Obviously, I'm not that into him. Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. Is that a is that a that thing you do reference? Yes, that's probably a deep cut. I don't think anybody's gonna get that. It was also like 27 years ago. That can't be right. Yeah, that thing you do came out in 1996. Whoa, carry on. Uh, Jesse McCartney. I was a big Jesse McCartney fan. I don't even remember who that is. Um, I'm not going to sing because that would be embarrassing. No, do it. <laughs> I, I can't remember any of his songs. Uh, so you don't even remember who that is. Well. Uh, no. I remember there was an episode of Hannah Montana and he was sitting in a blue convertible looking fine as heck. If you say so, I'm going to have to take your word for it. Let's move on. President George Bush. We love looking at his crotch. Oh, oh. British Prime Minister Winston Churchill. Those those are two very big names. Yeah, he I have a quote when he when he was caught, he did have something to say about it. He said, "It is of no account after all. The old bird does not fly far from his nest." I'm not really sure what that means. Well, obviously he keeps a bird in his pants. Oh. Oh, so he's like, it's okay to leave my zipper down. The bird won't go very far. Right. It's fine. Right. Don't worry about it, guys. He needed a little window. My little birdie is not going anywhere. It also might have something to do with the the phrase, um, naked as a jaybird. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. My grandpa's nickname used to be Bird. People would call him Bird. Was he naked a lot? I don't know, but I have to gather... Because we did mention, we did say one time, does that have anything to do with naked as a jaybird? And he just kind of glazed over it. So I'm thinking that he he must have, in his younger years, been a stripper. No, maybe a streaker. Those are those are big names for that list. You'd think those people would, you know, check their zippers better. Fun fact: every single time I walk out of the bathroom, it's like a reflex. I kind of slyly slide my hand down and just just poke my thumb in the zipper pouch area just to make sure it's clasped together. Fun fact. You'd think that these people would have people to make sure that their That's fly is true. Up. They should have people for that. Where is the presidential zipper checker? <laughs> the presidential zipper checker. That should be a title. There should be one man at the top of the food chain on the Secret Service who just follows the president around, just eyes locked on the crotch. The Americans were jealous of of the royal bedchamber. First the lady. The first lady of the bedchamber, and so they had to come up with their own presidential zipper checker. Yeah, but he'd have to have a cooler name. He'd be like, Groom of the Zip. You know, that kind of sounds like a movie. Groom of the Zip? Yeah, like... Some kind of horror movie, Groom of the Zip. 
coming soon to DVD and VHS, Groom of the Zip. I like it. I have a fun fact. Give it to me. According to a study published in March in the British Journal of Urology International, zippers are the most common cause of serious genital injury. Oh, man. The things a zipper can do to your genitals. That really zips my tip. <laughs> that really zips my tip. Uh, for anyone who's keeping score at bicycles, we're number two. How... I, I have to wonder how so many people end up injuring themselves on the zipper. Because... Commando. Oh. Are there that many people not wearing underwear? I think it's a pretty common c- practice. Put on some underwear. Protect your genitalia. My my friends, you gotta protect your genitalia. Oh, no. It's gonna be added, isn't it? Yeah. yeah Grab goose. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no geese. No geese this episode, don't worry. Anything else to add? Nope. There is, there is, it's a pretty short history on zippers. A short and fascinating history of zippers indeed. Unlike toilet paper and mattresses, you know, we have not been zipping for, since the beginning of time. And it wasn't as controversial either. They just had trouble uh, getting traction with the idea. People were like, no, I like tying uh this really really long string through 57 holes on the back of my dress <laughs> this is fine there's people for that i'm not a slut i don't want to take it off at any point in time i live in this thing you should always require someone else's help to get undressed right but not a, not not someone of the opposite gender because that's a sin you can't if you can get un, if you can get undressed quickly by yourself they were not interested i'm saving taking my dress off for marriage all right well that's our show ladies and gentlemen and everyone watching we're not sure what our next episode's going to be about but thanks for listening to this one we hope you enjoyed it i am ben and i'm danielle uh remember to protect your genitalia and uh, reuse your bottles. Grab a goose. And okay, well, I guess we like grabbing geese. So uh, don't forget the, to grab a goose. What was the second one? It was grab a goose. Sun your goat. Sun your goat. Protect your genitalia. Reusable water bottles. Reuse your bottles. Goodbye. Nah, go. Forgive me by you.